you're listening to a new episode of Empathy Always Wins. Raphael, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on uh, Empathy Always Wins. And, you know, we were just talking about the incredible work you're doing and and, and you spend time serving the U.S. And, and I think that there's just so much here to uncover. So before we dive into uh, today's show and today's episode, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are uh, and maybe even how we met? Uh, and uh, and yeah, and, and, and a little bit about the work that you're doing. Sure, absolutely. So uh, my name is, uh, of course, Raphael, and uh, I'm with uh, Mega Launchers. Um, in, in essence, um, some of my background, um, I'm originally from the Dominican Republic, uh, grew up in the United States in Miami, Florida, um, and uh, spent uh, most of my life really just uh, giving to others and seeing how I can just kind of make the world around me a better place uh, through volunteering, through um, through just my military service, um, through them being a, a part of advisory boards, uh, board meetings, uh, uh, things like that. Uh, but in essence, um, what I uh, truly enjoy doing here in the Web3 space is in essence is connecting the dots. So in essence, I, I decided a few years ago, I said, okay, I'm really good at connecting with others. Now, how can I, you know, monetize it a little bit while at the same time still feel good about what I'm really good at. And that's just literally connecting with people and uh, seeing how I can provide solutions for others. And this is basically like, I think when, when I saw you, I also understood that you are a very empathetic person. You have very good emotional intelligence. You're able to read the people in front of you. You're able to gr create great emotional sort of, or create bonds right away. And, and that is a very, you know, unique inherent skill set. Do you think you were born with that skill or is there something that you kind of had to work on to develop it, especially now that you're monetizing off of that skill? <laughs> you know, it definitely, uh, I would def I would give mostly credit to my mother. Um, she, <laughs> God bless her. She is, has been my biggest role model as far as how my personality is. Um, I would say just growing up around her, seeing her doing the same things to other people was a big influence as to, uh, into my life. You know, I remember just walking, she worked for 20 years for, uh, American airlines. Um, so in Miami, between Miami international airport and, um, SDQ, which is, uh, the international airport in Santo Domingo, um, you know, people would randomly stop me and say, Hey, I know your mother. And they would just go on to tell me some funny stories or just amazing things about my mother. And it was always related about her, how selfless she was, about how caring and nurturing and just how nice she was. And that truly struck an impact in my life. Um, and so early on in my life, I would go, I would ask my mom, why do so many people like you? How did you learn? Because, you know, I've always had a curious mind and uh, it was taught by her grandfather or by her father. So I think it's just kind of like a skill that eventually gets passed on that uh, I don't know if some people are naturally just born with it, but I think at the same time, others can acquire it um, if uh, you have an open mind to it. I totally believe that. And I think that there is like, um, you know, as you were saying, uh, and before we get into a little bit of, uh, you know, the meta, what you're, what you're doing in meta launchers, and I know you were talking about community offline before we hopped on, but 
I think, you know, there is an inherent sense of it being a skill set where, you know, we can almost because we are emotional beings, right? So I think getting attuned to that, I mean, everyone's different, right? Whether it's, uh, you know, not everyone can have the, the the fortune of having a lovely, beautiful, uh, emotionally intelligent mother, but everyone can kind of have that sort of humanity within them to kind of understand what kindness uh, entails uh, from us and and giving back and volunteering and 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 just serving others. So I think that you know what you're saying, there's 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 just so much power in it, and I think that if we just take a moment and, and realize how much power is in just holding back and doing things with unconditional uh you know uh, unconditional uh, uh, response to what you know typically we would expect from others to do and i think that uh, really brings the humanness within us when we come to interact with others so now that you are a, you know a leader in a community how how does that change how do you how do you take that skill set and almost uh and lead with empathy. How do you consider yourself a leader today? And how do you consider yourself using the skill sets that you have to become an effective leader? What's the hardest thing for you in the process? Um, definitely, I would say, look, leadership um, for me is, you know, is defined for mo most of my life is the ability to influence, lead, or guide others as to accomplishing a common task, goal, mission, um, so I think in order for someone to be able to lead with empathy, one, you would have to start, you know, with yourself internally, you know, my life wasn't all beautiful, neither was my mother's and neither was my grandfather's either. We have all had our struggles, um, you know, with all types of things. And, you know, and I've seen the, the moments of weakness in my mother, I've seen, I've had my moments of weakness of uh, trials and tribulations myself. So it's a matter of just looking internally and finding strength from within um, with uh, comes through just uh, accepting one first who you truly are as an individual, um, being honest with your feelings, um, and then also just really being, you know, in true, true, true truly present with how your body is feeling um, at the end of the day. And then with you understanding, okay, maybe I'm noticing that with these emotions or with how I'm feeling right now, I'm noticing a little bit of tension coming from my abs or from, you know, I'm squeezing my, my shoulders are a little bit tense, you know, and then learning to just kind of ease up. Um, it has really led me to be able to just uh, overall more control of just how I react to, um, you know, um, situations that otherwise um, I may have in other occasions reacted emotionally. So as a leader, we have to understand that there are folks and individuals that we all, um, that all of us are come from different, um, you know, creeds through different perspectives of lives. Um, you know, every, you know, there are people with different ideologies that essentially we work with, um, especially in Web3, uh, different cultures, different society norms. So at the end of the day, it's also having an understanding of that, that the world is not only 
uh, um, it's not only through the lens that you were brought up in, but there are maybe different size lenses or different colors or different tints to the lens that in essence, you would just need to um, be understanding and be comfortable with yourself and then have some understanding of others as well. So I would say my approach to leadership um, is definitely of one that's more of compassion um, but also one that, um, you know, I just try to keep everyone motivated um, because at the end of the day, we're all coming together to accomplish a goal or a task. And that's just kind of how I keep everyone um, aligned. It's, hey, we're all here to do this. And um, I change up my weather, the message a little bit, fine tune it based on what is important or with valuable to that individual that I'm communicating with. And I know that you you did serve in the army. I know that there's the sense of almost discipline that the army, the word, you know, serving in the army sort of makes us feel. How how has that experience impacted your life? Yes. So I actually served in the United States Marine Corps. Uh, Marine, 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 Marine. Whenever we say Marine, that's so weird in in Arabic or in in Egypt. When we when 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 people in the in the USA Marine, we all because it, it's it, it's one word in Arabic. It's Gish, it's Army. So like, but forgive sure. me. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, you know, and usually I don't I don't mind. I just don't want my uh my former uh, colleagues to then come back. And be like, hey, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's it's a mistake on my side. My linguistic. No, it's okay. Um. In essence, um, so when it, with regards to um, the the discipline aspect, you know, again, having discipline, I think, should start from within, then it comes in the outside. So being disciplined with one, with the things that you allow um, it to the to one that you first allow to view, to listen to, and as well put in your body. So the food, the you know, any substance, the things that you allow people to tell you or the, the media or the entertainment that you choose to engage in, having some discipline um, in those areas, I think then lead to more of the external disciplines as far as being on time, as far as you know being more healthy, uh, things of that nature. So if you ask me, I think the military was very good at teaching us um, the a sense of discipline. Um, one, for internal, keeping, keeping ourselves at a standard um, in, in essence, it kind of motivated or forced everyone around us to kind of work together to maintain the standard and improve it. Um, and I think that really just helped me, you know, as I moved, transitioned into the civilian world, just kind of keep that certain standard. Now, granted, when I was going to college, uh, I, I saw what happens when you don't keep that standard. And I just noticed how my mental health suffered, how my body suffered, and my overall view of life ended up suffering when I didn't hold myself accountable um, to that standard that I had placed in myself from the military or even through my upbringing in life. So um, I think that it, it's a key, it's, it's essential to have. Um, I think you mentioned the very important word here, and that is accountability. I think accountability means so much for, uh, for so many people. And I think that this level of, or the sense of ownership, almost when you're part of a team really makes or breaks a peak performer. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I'm not sure whether it's, you know, 
whether it's per, perhaps I, I I come also from a professional swimming background environment. So I, I was an athlete as well. And I feel like, you know, when there is an upbringing, when there's kind of a little bit of strictness towards discipline and towards um, maintaining a level of consistency at a younger age, I almost find that there's a correlation, a little bit of correlation between that and sometimes your attitude in life towards a specific goal or objective that you feel very inclined to achieve. So I think what I wanted to ask, uh, um, and I wanted to almost have your take on it, how do you find that, you know, uh, we can better deploy empathy or we can better become more cognizant of others in teams working together and and other people's well-being. I know you were mentioning how you start team uh, how you how you start just uh, commencing team meetings, but in general, do you what would you say to people out there that almost find that there's um it, it's hard to care for others but still have a really solid growing team and a high performing team? Sure. So definitely all starts with understanding, again, if you understand what the mission is, um, and not to talk into too much military jargon, but at the end of the day, if you're, under, if you're, your team, if you, if you're on a company or if you're uh, in a sports team or whatnot, at the end of the day, the mission is that we want to win. If you're in a team or if you're in a company is you want to grow, you want to be successful. You want, you guys want to essentially be a, a major player in the, um, in, in the market or whatever it is, the core values are of that, uh, organization that you're a part of. I would, you know, you would have to understand, you know, kind of where you want to go and from understanding what the mission is, you can then go back and then say, all right, the, the main focus here is reaching this goal when we're coming as a collective, right? But at the end of the day, we're all individuals. You would have to then understand that as individuals, we all come together with our own needs or our own reasons for being part of that collective or that organization. So I think it all begins with understanding and actually going and, and reaching across the aisle or you know, and just getting to know who your colleagues are what's important to them, what their backgrounds are, what their personality tra uh, traits are. Because at the end of the day, we're all created individually. And at the end of the day, if, if you don't understand that, um, you know, uh, Susie here is a little bit more introverted and she uh, values more um, being um, just doing the task correctly and on time, and in, 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 in essence, you are trying to kind of communicate to her, you know, through a different area that's not as important for her, then, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to see some friction. So I think empathy in, in as a collective really comes with understanding your team members and, and, and just kind of communicating that way, uh, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And I think those who spend more time investing in others, uh, their team members, I mean, um they get so much more good returns on their on on their you know on the overall performance of their team and i think one last sort of um segment i want to dive into here with you is uh how do you think web3 can improve the mental health and well-being of this next generation oh great question so 
Um, as you know, mental health in, in this industry, well, mental health as a whole, and I could speak from, you know, the perspective as a, as a veteran of the United States um, military and as well as, you know, just uh, where I come from is mental health is sometimes a, a big challenge to uh, get, seek the right help seek help in you know from a professional um and and sometimes it's kind of hard um with maybe the environment that you grew up around to be able to clearly communicate exactly what you're going through you know exactly what's in your head exactly what's in your mind um and and i think at least from my experience and from my perspective that's where some of the my symptoms of mental health issues have arrived it's really just from not being comfortable or from not being able to clearly communicate exactly what you you know what you're going through in essence so i think web3 provides you can look at it at least from my perspective from two angles because this was on some of the communities that us at mega launchers worked with uh we've seen some really great examples on how they try to nurture um uh, mental health or try to um try to promote positive you know the development of mental health um and that is through either resources of like bringing it being able to uh, now we have a community that's able to contribute to bringing in a mental health professional to either have you know uh ask me anythings or amas as we say in the industry um to be able to come in and just you could talk to uh, a mental health professional or you can have a mental health professional come and post and and or just get resources of of constant um um i, I keep uh keep wanting to go back to uh thinking about uh probably nothing which is one of the projects that we work with where um in essence is there's a mental health channel on on their discord and you know god bless you know the probably nothing team jeremy fall and all them great partners i must say this is not paid ad but i really <laughs> like how um you know the community has really been there for for each other and and i would say that's probably a great example of like the mental health corner everyone's coming in and saying something nice sharing resources sharing information and all that so that's one area that we can have um that i see it the other one is just the fact that you're talking to you know strangers or not necessarily strangers but community members that in essence you guys are all here same thing to try to support each other so now maybe in not such a public way or maybe even in a public way whatever's more comfortable for you sometimes you i found myself being able to easily write down how i'm feeling with my community members then it would be me communicating with say uh someone that i know in real life for example so, so the intimacy of the community you mean is is much more brings brings people much more together in web3 i think it's a yeah i think that that sense of community like being like-minded and 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 finding oneself within others i think is is that really like is that what you're trying to say around web3 exactly yes a more eloquent way of saying what i just said <laughs> yeah no I, and look i think there's so much um in terms of vr and, and ar and and i mean there's people say all sorts of things but i mean i i will i once put a headset on with vr and oh god like 
the meditations headset. And I know that's different to Web3, but like the frontier technologies that are coming in, they're, they're, they're just really, really, really remarkable in the terms of how they are able to just make you feel different um, instantly, uh, even if it's just to kind of take away what's going on uh, to reduce stress right away. So, um, Rafael, your name is also safe. Tell us a little bit more about that before we, uh, <laughs> before we wrap things up. Yeah, so uh, great question. So uh, with SAFE, uh, it was a name that was given to me by, uh, it, it's in essence my Islamic name that was given to me by my uh, friend's mother. Uh, I think she heard a lot of stories about me <laughs> over the years of how I've been and the fact that I uh, I do try to embrace a warrior spirit. Uh, so I think uh, the name SAFE, meaning uh, sword, uh, to her may have been the most fitting. Uh, but uh, I truly enjoy and, and cherish the, you know, the, the Arab culture and the, the, the Islamic culture overall. So I have, in essence, embraced uh, the name Safe as well, um, especially here in the Arab world. Thank you so, so, so much, Rafael. It's been amazing having you. And uh, you're honestly, a, you know, a very, very, very bright spirit to whoever speaks to you. And I know that it hasn't come at a, at a simple look cost i know that for sure it's almost uh it almost is what you do in private is 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 the energy you wear in public uh and i think that that is uh you know the one of the first things i i felt personally when i spoke to you at, at jitex and, and got to know you there but i i really salute you and and i honor you for doing the very difficult work and 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 and, and showing up the way you show up because not a lot of uh, gentlemen have the courage to muster uh, their vulnerabilities in a way that allows them to show up in in that manner. So I just want to say thank you so much, uh, muchas gracias, uh, and uh, I hope. That's one. That's one. <laughs> I love Spanish, man. I love. I speak Span. I speak Spanish as well as Arabi. So I love. I love. I love the culture. I love everything about you know um, the entirety of. You know, Latin, Central America, it's very similar to Egypt and very similar to the culture, the differences, the religion, but everything else is similar. So uh, what you're saying about meeting Susie and making sure that, you know, we're able to meet people where they're at takes a lot of learning about people's backgrounds. And I find that it's just so beautiful when you understand how different different people can be in their upbringings and and then you go into food and music and all that stuff but that's where you get outside of, of people but uh rafael i just want to say thank you so much for your time and energy it's been incredible having you on the show thank you so much and if i can say one last thing uh you know for any anyone that's listening um guys especially look there's you do not lose your manhood for you being honest with yourself, for going out there and seeking help. Um, at the end of the day, nothing. there's nothing more powerful than a man that is able to really be honest about himself and with himself and go out there. And I'm telling you, your life will change and in, 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 in everything will work for the better if you just don't learn to just take everything in internally, go out there and, and seek help if needed. Absolutely. I couldn't stress this message further. I really, really, really appreciate it coming from you. And Rafael, it's been an absolute honor having you. Thank you so much for coming. The honor's mine.
Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, do feel free to share it with your friends. Drop us a rating on Apple. Subscribe to the show. Follow it on Spotify. And we'll see you soon in a new episode of Empathy Always Wins. Take care and have a lovely day, guys. Bye.